Good morning, everybody. Welcome to an episode of Living Loud Outdoors on the mic, on the camera. It is Sunday. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Man, I had a rocky one in the middle of the night. It hailed and banged and boomed and uh, didn't seem to do a whole lot. Lost some tree limbs, it looked like. Really windy. But we survived the night, and we are on to Sunday. What a beautiful day. Here in the office, we've been kind of on the road a lot on Sundays lately, but uh, back home in the office today and... and um, Gonna gonna try to get some some messages put together. I've been writing all morning. I've been up early and drinking my coffee and just spending some time with the Lord and putting some messages together through for the rest of this week as I'll be busy uh, working as well. But I want to share with you one this morning that I I found this quite some time ago. It was actually comes from a Bible study I was doing with a group of guys, and it just struck me. I, I love how God just opens your eyes to see things. And pours things into you. And I believe it's something that all of us can gather from today. So I want to share with you today a message that I titled, God is never idle. God is never idle. At the end of Psalms 23, God shows up with a table. In Psalms 23, 1 through 6, it says, The Lord is my shepherd to feed, to guide, and to shield me. I shall not want. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still and quiet waters. He refreshes and restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the sunless valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod to protect me and your staff to guide me, they comfort and console me. Verse 5 is where I want to go. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed and refreshed my head with oil my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell forever throughout all my days in the house and in the presence of the Lord. Right there, in the presence of our enemies, God wants us to draw up a chair and sit a spell. Remember that old phrase? Pull up a chair and sit a spell. Well, that's what God's asking us to do right in the presence of of our enemies. He isn't frightened, to say the least. He wants to be our peace in the middle of all of it. In the midst of your storm, in the midst of whatever you've got going on, God intends to be your peace if you'll invite him into that situation. But sometimes we'd prefer for God to show up with a sword. You ever asked for that? <laughs> I know you have. If you're honest with yourself, you know that you you very well have said, God, Smite them jokers, knock them down, chop them up, grind them into powder, dust to dust, push them back into the dirt. If we decide for God how he's going to show up, what success or healing is supposed to look like, and and he doesn't come through the way we expect him to, we're in danger of believing that he didn't show up at all. So so if we put these parameters on God, if, if if, if we say, God, I want you to show up with a sword, and I want you to do it this way, and, and I want you to do it just the way I intend for it to happen, and I need you to heal me in a certain way, and this is what it should look like, and then if he doesn't show up quite the way we picture it, quite the way we mapped it out, oftentimes we're very much guilty of saying, well, God didn't show up at all. This is a scenario that is the reason many people reject God and run away from their profession of faith because God didn't show up. Well, the problem is, is he, he shows up 
He just might not come in the way that we were looking for. Now, somebody needs to catch this today because it's it has dealt personally with me multiple times in my life. I have been guilty of thinking God didn't show up. Where, in fact, he was there all the time. I simply didn't recognize him because the blinders that I had put on my expectations of what he was going to do for me weren't in his will for me. That, that becomes a huge factor in this. Mark Hall of Casting Crowns said that he didn't plan for much of the album Healer to dwell on the theme of healing. The Casting Crowns album Healer, he didn't, he didn't plan for the theme of healing. He said, I'm not very calculated. I tend to look back and see themes. And what I saw after I wrote the lyrics is what we need to open our eyes to see where our help is coming from. And you'll recognize this song from Casting Crowns. He, he goes on to say this, one of our most popular songs, Praise You in the Storm, which I love, contains a line that may be the most misunderstood lyric in any of our records. In the bridge, I sing, where does my help come from? With a question, right? Because he says, I'm from the deep south. People have actually heard, where does my hip come from? <laughs> Well, the answer in either case is God, of course. But the lyric is misunderstood not because of my accent. It's misunderstood because a lot of people don't believe it fits. They don't believe in questioning. You know, that, that phrase says, where does my help come from? Well, my help comes from the Lord, right? I mean, we, we understand that. He is quoting Psalms 121, 1 through 2. The psalmist asks where his help comes from, and then he answers his own question. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. But, but I think we find ourselves in this place, right? He, he says that, that people, people have told Mark that, that they were confused because the song is about those times when God's help didn't seem to come. Lord, where does my help come from? Well, the answer is still the same as it always has been. My help comes from the Lord, the, 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 the creator of heaven and earth. There's no, there's no change. God hasn't changed. He is our help. He is our sustainer. He is our provider. He is our healer. That is where our help comes from, no matter the storm we're facing in life. Anything that is, and, and, and the, way, the way he describes this is, is how we get so confused at times. I've, I've been confused. I've worried that, God, you're not showing up. You're, you're not answering. You're not hearing me. God, what am I doing wrong that you're not coming to help me? Listen, I, this, this whole last year or two or three, however you want to look at it, have, have been kind of those moments where we cry out for God that in desperation we need you to do something seriously fast, but God's timing isn't necessarily connected to our timing. And, and there's often times where I've caught myself saying, I mean, God, are you just not hearing me anymore? Have I done something wrong? Have I offended you? Have I, have I stepped back into sin and you're not answering my cry now? Because I'm not seeing the results that I want to see. So I, I've got these blinders on and I'm not looking at it from God's perspective. I've used this analogy before. It's kind of like looking down a pipe. You know, if you put a pipe up to your face, the only thing you can see is what's in the vision of that pipe. You can't see anything else, just, just what that pipe is looking at. 
But if you back your face away from that pipe, you begin to see all the peripheral vision going on around the pipe. Not only what's in it, what's in the view, but also what's going on around. And, and see, sometimes that's what we need to do with God. We need to back our face up from the pipe so that we can see some other things that are going on around us. That, that if our decision, if our cry, if our need or want, if God were to meet it in our will, in our way, it might affect this peripheral thing going on around it that God wants to change. Well, that's big. Somebody ought to get told of that today. And this is why it's in the song, I tell them, this is what Mark said, because God is the helper and the helper is always helping. We may not see it. We may not feel it. We may not understand it, but God's here. God's helping. God's moving. God's answering. God's fighting. God's shifting. God's moving. God's tearing down. God's building up. All of those things because he's always helping. We may not always see his hand at work. We may not like his answer. We certainly do not always understand his ways. But God is always at work. Always. He's a wonderful counselor, and a counselor always counsels. You know, people, <laughs> people ask me things all the time. They want my opinion. Not everybody likes my opinion. I'm not sure why. Yeah, I do. Because I, mean, I can be kind of a pinhead at times. I can, I can be pretty pointed. I can be uh, pretty one-sided. You know, I can be pretty hard-headed. You know, I know my mama would love me, hear me saying that, that I can be hard-headed. She thought I was hard-headed my whole life. But the one thing that people always, and think about this, this is just true for you as well, not just me, not just because I'm a minister, not just because I'm on the mic, or not just because I preach messages, but it, it, is, it happens to all of us. People ask us our opinions, right? Do they always accept your opinion? No. A lot of people don't like my opinion. A lot of people don't like what I say. Now, I have learned on the hard road to not use my personal preferences. I simply use the Word of God now. Because in those arguments, I'm free of it. I didn't write it. All I'm doing is sharing it. So you can take it for whatever it's worth because it's not necessarily just me. I happen to believe what it says. But I didn't write it. God did. So, so you can take that and you can make your decisions off of that. So my opinions today, I try desperately to be based on the Word of God. They're not always popular. They're not always accepted. And sometimes even for myself, they're very hard to swallow. But, but the fact of the matter is, is God is never idling. You know what I'm talking about. You know, that's, that's when you, and I do this a lot because I, I'm on the road a lot. I travel a lot. I work out of my truck a lot as far as even an office. It looks like a disaster zone right now. But I will, I will look at a car, take photos, and do all this, looking at all this hell damage. And I'll get back in my air conditioner where it's cool, and my truck is idling, right? I'm not going anywhere. Engine's running, air conditioner's cool. I'm sitting in my truck idling. God doesn't idle. God's never idling. He's always moving. There's something always moving around him. The Spirit of God is constantly, constantly flowing. It's changing. It's, it's moving. It's drawing. It's pouring out. It's constantly moving. God's never idle. God's always at work. He's a wonderful counselor. He's always counseling. 
He's always moving and he's always reaching. Very important right here. He, he's always counseling. He's always moving and he's always reaching for us. Always. God's hand is always extended to us. But it's up to us to reach out and take it. We, we may not like what he's offering. God, I'd rather have this another way. God, I, I, you're not answering this the way I ask you to. But his hand is always outstretched. He's always reaching out. The scripture in the, in the middle of the praise you in this storm is, is repentance for feeling like God didn't show up. Where does my help come from? Ah, my help comes from the Lord. Father, forgive me for not understanding and for not always giving you credit for always being with me, for always answering me, because my help comes from the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth. It's a reversal of our spirit and attitude to say, God, open the eyes of our heart that we might see what you're doing because we believe, we trust, we know you are always doing something. You're never idle. You're always moving. God, I thank you for your spirit flowing in us. I thank you for the move of your presence and spirit around us. Because without it, God, our, our lives become stagnant. There is no stagnation in God's presence. You, you know how to, I mean, I, I grew up in Oklahoma. It's hot in the summertime. The old ponds, we used to swim in them old nasty ponds all the time. And stagnant water, it's, it's simply that. It's not moving. Yes, it can contain life for a period of time, but without refreshing, without moving, everything in it dies. We, we call it turning over. You know, the pond turns over. You know, it's like the bottom comes up or whatever. I don't know how it works. It's just weird. But it happens. It's a scientifically proven fact. I've seen it happen. Many of you have seen it happen. But in the process of that, things can die. Listen, we need the, the, we need the movement I don't want God to be idle in my life. I want him constant. I want him flowing. I want him always counseling. I want him always moving, and I want him always reaching to me. That's the only way we're going to survive in this mess. Amen. Father, I thank you so much for your presence in this place today. God, thank you for just a simple message coming from a simple song. But God, know that we know you're our healer. In the very presence of our enemies, God, you set a table for us to sit at. And you've invited us to just come and sit. Trust you. Our enemy can't touch us. They can't cross the bloodline. To so God, today, somebody out there needs to hear that you've set a table in the presence of their enemy. And they can come and sit in your presence as you move around them, answering their cry, answering their call out to you. Might not come the way they want, but God, you're always moving. You're always counseling and you're always reaching. We're thankful for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Man, may God bless you guys today. I hope you're going to have an incredible Sunday. Long week ahead of us. Going to be hot in Oklahoma. But we got work to do. We're going to be working. Be on the mic with you every evening. It's going to be a little scattered, but I'm working on it. I, I, God told me to be in the mic every day. I'm in the mic every day. We're doing what he's asked us to do. Pray that you're benefiting from that. I, I pray that God's touching your life, speaking into you. Share these messages with others. Click the link, copy it, paste it somewhere. Paste it into a text message. Paste it into a Facebook message. Put it on your Facebook page. It doesn't matter. Share these words out with everyone that you know may need to hear them. There are lots of people who need to hear the word of God coming truthful today. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you for your support. Thank you for supporting us financially. All the giving links are on our webpage, www.livingloudoutdoors.com. On our Facebook page as well, pinned right to the top beautiful picture of my wife and I. 
You can invest in this ministry. You can partner with us. You can walk with us. Pray for us, please. Pray with us. Journey with us as we continue on in this war, in this fight, and in this battle. Amen. We will win because he is the king. Amen. God bless you guys. We'll talk to you again real soon.